the course was a hundred grand. A hundred bags. I didn't know how I was going to pay that. I just took a step of faith. I didn't pay anything. What happened to me was not normal. Ghana, 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 Ghana. I haven't heard the name. If you know, you know. There's going to be 2.5 billion people in Africa by 2050. Right now, we can't even feed the mouths of all those 1.4 billion people in Africa. So how are we going to feed the 2.x billion people that are going to be there in 2050? I was CEO, but at the time for that company, I was probably not the best place CEO. So you also have to be self-aware of your own capabilities. I realised early on that I was actually dyslexic. Wow, hold on. <laughs> dyslexic. And then you um, ended up at Oxford too. I used that to my advantage. Mm-hmm. Very early in the course, that whole level of imposter syndrome hit me like crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm studying with some of the greatest minds in this world. Mm-hmm. I can imagine you're probably one of the youngest ones in the room. I was one of the youngest people in the room. I remember, look at your website now. Big up your website, by the way. I'm reading the mentorship part of it. You said that before you started being a mentor, you didn't think you were good enough or ready enough. But you all just say stuff like how you're a director and all the things you've done beforehand. My first question is, how did you overcome that imposter syndrome of you thinking you weren't good enough to then actually start this mentorship scheme you're doing now? And so just to clarify as well, at what point was this in your journey? Yeah. That, that you, 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 always, I always, you always have that kind of feeling sometimes, you know? Yeah. Um, that doesn't make sense always and sometimes but like at times <laughs> it comes yeah, right yeah. and I always felt to myself I look at things like a spectrum yeah. so I look at a zero and I look at a ten spectrum yeah. right across that spectrum I always used to think I'm like a one or two like you know even still to so what is zero what is ten then ten is like good question ten is almost like that is like what you dreamed of achieving, like everything you want. Yeah. Whether it's financial freedom. Yeah. Whether it is like achieving like all the businesses that you want to achieve, whether it's that, you know, billion dollar revenue that you're generating, whatever it may be, that's it, right? And I still feel like I'm at a one, let's say. So I was like, if I'm at a one, how do I even give back to people? Mm. Right? How am I able to even... So I would always hesitate from, like, giving anybody any form of advice. I'm just like, what are you going to get from me? I'm not at my 10 yet. Yeah. Right? But I realise in this life, Mm. right, your one could be somebody's 10. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Right? Your mm-hmm. one, and do you know who taught me this? Big up a man. Like, like Big we were talking, not Big even that he taught me it, we were having a conversation yeah. and he reminded me it, yeah. even though I knew this. But it's like, your that one could be, oh, how do you even get a job? How do you even write a CV? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you even, some people that don't know that, so how do you do the side hustle? Yeah. How did you make it to director at 27? Mm, that's insane. How did, you, how did you even make a transition to Switzerland? Yeah. How did you get an MBA at Oxford? Like all of this. Where did I even, we'll get to, sorry. <laughs> I don't know where that even fits in, but yeah, please, you're in Switzerland. Please. Yeah, as you're saying. So I'm just like, yeah. That That mentorship just came from me just wanting to, when I started speaking to people that are asking me these questions, I was just like, okay, maybe I do have a little bit of something that I can give back, right? Yeah, because you were giving them answers when they were asking them. Exactly. Yeah. So um, it's just for me, what I do is I mentor people. Um, I Mainly ladies, but I also have a couple of guys that I mentor. Nice. Um, but it's all about just holding people accountable to the goals yes. that, they, that they set for themselves. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and tell you this is how and hold your hand to get you there. Yeah. But rather, just want to be an accountability partner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talk through things. Maybe there's a se- certain seeds through what I say and that might trigger 
a seed in your mind that will plant something, right? Yeah. Just through conversation. And a lot of things, ideas, people get ideas generated just because of one thing that maybe somebody said, yeah. right? That's it. Seeds. And just having those conversations, yeah. at least from somebody who might be just maybe a half a step ahead of you at least, mm. right? Might just plant that seed. Yeah. And it might not even be ahead of you. I'm a big believer. Mentorship can be reverse mentorship. Yeah, 100%. It could be peer mentorship. Yeah. It could be somebody, like, it doesn't have to be levels, yeah. right? It's having conversations with somebody who might have a skill that maybe you don't necessarily have, yeah. or maybe who's done something different. I don't know about podcasting. Mm. You're going to mentor me after this, mate. Okay. So, like, <laughs> yeah. do you see my point? Yeah. So there's different things. And I remember at uni, somebody always used to say, surround yourself with people above you, the same level as you, below you. Yeah. Below you, I don't like using that terminology. I, that but I know what you mean. But you're holding the door but open for somebody maybe who might not necessarily have the same skill or opportunities that you've mm -hmm. had, mm -hmm. right? And by that, you're able to build that. You can learn so much from even that person. Sorry. That person doesn't have any inhibitions. Yeah. That person don't know. So maybe that person is giving you different kind of insights that yeah. you never even knew. Yeah. Do you see? Yeah. So for me, mentorship, A, is just an opportunity for us to have a conversation, mm -hmm. for us to, um, for me to hold you accountable for what you're saying mm -hmm. right and we'll check in um i do charge as well and it's it's from a perspective people reach out to me but i don't give a price i look at i saw that it's like you ask it's like an open thing you ask them it's open them. yeah why why is that everybody should have an opportunity so basically like on the like there's a for me to fill out yeah we'll put in the link and we'll put a link in the description and you say how much would you want to pay for this so it's on it's on them to obviously mm. how much they value it. I'm assuming, but you can explain why. No, that's it. That's yeah. exactly it. And also, everybody should have you know. It's all about every, there's respect, relative affordability for yeah, people as yeah, well, like right? Her. So, but it's the value that you place on it, yeah. right? But I also believe it's important that both sides should have some form of commitment. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's what what it's all about. I like that. I like that a lot. And you know what is yeah when you pay for it onus is on them to turn up to put the work in and not only just to put the work in but hold themselves accountable too as well as you that's it that's it and pay attention. with any mentorship environment mm. or um, relationship mm. um, don't sit around and wait for your mentor Yeah, you need to be the one that's booking you yeah. need to be the one that's following up mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. um, you're the one that wants to get something out of it Yeah. so you should do the effort like I have mentors that maybe mentees that haven't contacted me so I'm not going to contact them yeah like you know came to you. <laughs> so yes at times I'll check in and see how they're doing but I'm also busy yeah right but in any like I've got a mentor my, one of my mentors is Lord Michael Hastings Lord Michael oh, Hastings yeah, yeah. is not going to message me all the time saying Lorraine how you're doing he's a busy man I hear by, like, I hear by his name all the time you, know? you see you got a lot of mentors yeah. he does mentees, have a sorry. lot of mentor mentees yeah a lot of mentees I know like at least three or four. Majority of them are guys. He, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he has a, there's at least 30 or 40 of yeah, them. Yeah, you know? I know five. So Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's just me. Exactly. So it's the onus is on me to say, Mike, when are you, Lord Hastings, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Lord Hastings, when are you next available? Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. and I will squeeze into his diary, mm -hmm. not the other way around. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. So you that's out of also a sign of respect. Yeah. yeah. You know? Because their time is valuable. So do you know like side hustles and like we're doing your side hustles and your job, how do you manage like outside stuff too, like relationships with people, your friends, all that stuff there? Mm. How do you manage that? It's a great question. Mm. You know, it's all about the va it's all about balance. Yeah. 
life is a balance, yeah. right? So it's all about a the value you place on things. Mm. But as you get older, you start to realize what's more important in life. Yeah, yeah. And you start 100%. to double down on certain things. Yeah. So you realize, okay, maybe that business. I've started and I've failed businesses. Mm. There's a business that we started out of Oxford. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping we will talk a little bit about that. But um, there's a we started a, a business. We raised six figure investment for it, oh, wow. and we failed. Oh wow! We failed. We closed down the business earlier this year. Mm. You know, so it's all about fo- failing fast. Well, what what, what you know? your biggest lessons from that? Your biggest takeaways? I like mm. that. I like that. There's a few, and a few of them. Um, are a bit controversial. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you are, for me, I'm the kind of person I like to do loads of different things. That's mm-hmm. just me as an individual. Like yeah. <laughs> and sometimes to investors is not a good thing. Mm-hmm. Right, because you're like your priorities are like everywhere. Yeah. Correct. Inve- in too many baskets. Exactly. Mm. Investors like to see that you're working full time on that business that they're investing into. Yeah, it makes sense for their point of view. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I have I have a question, actually. Yeah. Because one of my friends was speaking about this. We went to the Black Business Show. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. Know, by the way. Um, oh, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and we were there. We were speaking to some of these people at these different stores and she wants to get into uh, these companies, but she also has a business. Mm. And they were saying, it's probably not best for you to put your business on your LinkedIn and all that kind of stuff like that because the company wants to know that you're kind of all in on this company. But I feel like with certain companies like Meta, it might be a little bit different. You can do that side hustle. You can do these other things yeah. alongside your full-time yeah. job. I just wanted to hear your your opinion it's on that. It's a great question. You know, even today I was looking at Meta's internal systems and I saw one guy talking about how he's a creator with like 350,000 um, subscribers. I was like, yeah. some guy that works at Meta, Yeah, he's a creator. I'm just like, that's so he's also a side hustler do you get it wow. and he's working so it depends on the company you're working for so. and for me i'm the kind of person i don't want to shy away because it's those high side hustles that make me the all-rounded individual that you've hired mm-hmm. so um on my cv i'll pull it on my linkedin mm-hmm. i'll pull it wow and because i feel like if you're going to hire a person you're trying to hire somebody that has multiple different transferable skills yeah then they can prove to you that yeah yeah they can balance priorities they can prove to you that they can do this x y and z why because they've got those side hustles so i personally don't like companies that would shy away from you being able to do outside things that's me personally definitely right but if you are a believer in your own skills and you want to convey that and you're applying for a job i think it's better to show them that look at the experience i have Mm. You know, I can, I've done this. I've started up this cleaning company. I've started up this tailoring company. I've started up this podcast. I've engaged 5,000 people or whatever it may be. Yeah. And you're able to actually demonstrate your actual experience from being able to do that job. That's yeah. my personal opinion. Well, and you can show know? the metrics as well and actual proof. You can show it, you know. And for those people that are maybe just starting out their careers and are not able to get jobs yet, these are the things that some people, like, employers will then pick up on they'll be like wow she actually started her hair business herself right she actually started her nail business she actually started her candle business he started this gaming community or whatever it may be right because you're able to then demonstrate those skills those experiences Initiative. practically you know oh, sorry back to us taking about, it back taking it back that was just something that nah, I wanted very to good, very good side note broski we were saying about the um, so many eggs in different bars the six figure yeah, yeah, that's the six-figure um, investment. Yeah, we raised, got to pre-seed rounds and um, going for seed rounds. And 
it was difficult. What is what are seed rounds? Please? Okay, so pre-seed is typically so in when you're raising capital from investors or investment from investors. Yeah, the, you typically go to um, different. You go through different stages and different levels. Okay. It starts at pre-seed. It goes to seed round. It goes to then it starts going to like series A, B, C, like or that you start hearing like these different series but these are the stages of investment investments yeah are the stages in which they're investing in you okay. and um so do you get paid at each bit do they, do they invest in you at each stage of the or at the end of it you get these, these are good questions these are good questions so pre-seed typically happens when you're pre-revenue right or pre you're starting up so that's what they call like pre-seed rounds okay. okay and even before that there's another which so this this is this is probably a whole another podcast because it's actually like it deep. Be, it's yeah. actually deep, and I had to go to business school to also learn a lot MBA, of this MBA, stuff. MBA. So 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 um, typically in the investor circle, you start off with friends, what they call friends, family, and fools. So uh, so that's the people that made the most from Facebook and all that kind of stuff. They started they with they got in early, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And these are people that will get onto a cap table and cap again. I don't want to go too technical. <laughs> But they'll get they'll start early and yeah. invest in you. So uh-huh. I'll be like, oh, um, I'll be like, Rob, I've got I'm I'm starting up um, this podcast. Like, can you invest in me? Mm. Your friends or a fool? <laughs> so they call, it, they, call, they call it friend, family, or fool because okay. the What's fool, fool the be? fool is somebody who oh, maybe right. a fool, F O O L. Yeah, they call it that. It's it's it's, it's a colloquial. It's like it's 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 a it's a term that because that person doesn't really know so much detail about what you're doing. They're just oh, going right. to dash you some money. Yeah, yeah. Right? So like, why, why are they giving me money? So it's just yeah. like, but... Oh, a fool. I've created a community for go-getters and entrepreneurs called The Rock. Yes, people, I have made a group, a community for people. I say people, but it's go-getters, entrepreneurs, people who want to improve their lives. Probably some of you guys as well might be interested. It's called The Round Table. And essentially in this group, I will be getting together a whole load of people who will have the same vision and they're about the same stuff. I'm just going to be sharing as much value, resources, um, I don't know, links to podcasts, to, to, to videos that I've seen, to books that I've read, any Think that's helped me on my journey and help my people on their journey i'll be dropping in this chat so if you're interested go to the description below or whatever there is it will be somewhere click on that link and join the chat trust me you will love it quick one people so i'm taking event bookings now to speak at events for the last few months now i've been speaking at universities and some schools places such as ucl warwick right but now i'm officially taking event bookings so you want someone to speak to you guys about or speak to your people about confidence imposter syndrome and the art of improvement public speaking i'm the guy for you so contact me on the coach Klutze, robert Klutze, and i'll be there for you yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh we were like a fool no, 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 friends a fool. family and fools yeah, F-F-F, oh yeah. I, don't, I don't want to be a fool for you but, okay so, <laughs> but, so, so we have these different so you have yeah, friends yeah. Family, and then you move to angel investors angel investors are actually semi-professional investors that are going to invest in your business okay. and then you move to venture capitalists and they move venture capitals and then you move to like private equity firms okay. right and that takes you through the series of investment and we got to you know we were at conceptual stage building an app development and we were at pre-seed stage now we're looking at to go into revenue generating get it out there we wanted more money at seed round so a lot of it kind of also rates goes down to like your market cap your your the amount of money you're raising etc etc what part of the process you are in depends on um 
what level of what round you're now going into and you can have multiple rounds in one bucket like you can have multiple seed rounds you can have multiple um series a rounds etc etc okay it's a whole we need a whole another podcast for this i think we might need to talk about raising investment raising money now we got to a level where we had raised money from friends family and fours ours so we had raised six figures from From our community yeah so um but what happened and you you know is none of us were full-time Right. on the business we had right. four co-founders none of us were full-time mm. and the moment we kept going to everybody loved the idea but they were like there's nobody full-time mm. and then we also didn't have a technical co-founder so there was a lot of you know contributing factors to what we were doing it's what we tried but the point where make i was making was fail fast like fail fast realize what you're doing count your losses move on to the next thing yep. mm. you know and that's what it's about that's what entrepreneurial journey is all about failing fast move on move on move on mm. wow that's big that's big but, oh, no, but lessons lessons yeah from the lessons that. from that yeah. lessons from that um i learned you know um there's a few different lessons i learned right you know the the principles of a having the right team members in place people that are and you know i was ceo but i realized the lesson that i learned was at the time for that company i was probably not the best place ceo mm. so you also have to be self-aware of your own capabilities yeah, that's true. you know yeah and so i was there was another gentleman who i felt on the team i felt he was better than me to be ceo ceo mm. but he wasn't at a point i mean married with two children he wasn't in a place to take that on full time yeah. do you see so you also have to be very self-aware to be like wow maybe you're not the best placed person to actually take this to the next level mm. right so i learned how to to hone into what is my skills and not always i like oh, to put myself out there mm-hmm. i should be this i should be that but then sometimes you need to take a back seat and realize that other people are actually better than you and certain things and give them the opportunity to ride that's you like know humi- that's that like humility yeah. that's it yeah. I think the self-awareness has been like a constant theme in your life as well because mm. even at the start when you're talking about how you really wanted to sing ah. you couldn't yeah. but you're self-aware and you're like okay let me just be honest with myself yeah. like, this ain't my strong suit but I still want to be involved in all of this and I want to make this dream true for other for people and possible for other people and you still carry that self-awareness through mm. this whole way I feel like that's like a proper key trait that you have yeah yeah. Honestly. but yeah what's another big tip you say madam oh gosh um, also another tip sorry, another lesson sorry I mean you yeah, know as, as I said a lot of people are raising investment right now mm. um, you know a lot of investors, there's a terminology they they use. They back the jockey and not the horse. So sometimes yeah. you don't necessarily have to have the best idea, mm-hmm. but to show them that yourself, that you are willing and prepared to put in all the effort to make the business a reality. Mm-hmm. Um, you might not have the capital. And some investors also want to see how much money you've put in first. Oh, but you right. can also demonstrate your sweat equity. Yeah. Sweat equity, in other words, is how much effort have you put in that maybe is not quantifiable in terms of monetary value it's, worth it. it's, it's like non-pecuniary jeez what's that oh wow <laughs> that's like cost which it can't actually be equated for by cost but it actually costs like Going time mate <laughs> i've never heard that word before so yeah no, i heard it because uh, my brother was doing music and then long story short he had a case and then he had to, um gosh yeah do you know brother john yeah yeah he, so he had a, but then he had to um put on his the 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 cost non-pecuniary costs oh, so the okay. cost of time the, t- the cost that's of it. stress all that thing that's all um sweat they call it cost. sweat equity sweat equity yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. that you know 
wow, that's a word. I'm gonna, <laughs> okay, you use that one for that one. That's what I'm talking <laughs> you know about. I mean? You see, we're all here to learn. Precisely, so, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, I just learned that you need to prove to an investor what you're worth. Yeah. Um, as we said, the idea, nothing new is under the sun. Like, yeah. there's nothing new on the sun. So mm. somebody else could. My idea that we had for our um the com- the app that we were building, basically, is TikTok. You know, that's what we were building then. When when TikTok was musically, like, and then got acquired, that's when when it was musically was when we were building this app. So like similar to Vine, because there was Vine at the time. Exactly. And so we were built, and then TikTok comes out, and we're just like, we're just going to cut our losses and just move (laughs) out. Oh, is that why you you stopped? The competition element, we're like, this is just too big, you know? Mm. It was just too too big. But quickly. Quickly too, you know? And that's like, when you're talking about betting on a jockey, not the horse, Mm. that reminds me of stock investing. Yeah. So even that's investing on a much smaller scale, or depending on how much capital you have. (laughs) And then you look and you look at a company and what I learned is that you don't just look at the company's fundamentals, like not fundamentals, Mm. but like the balance sheets and all that. Yeah. You look at who's running it. Absolutely. Because it determines the long-term trajectory of that company. And even in terms of investing, Talk about investing back into Ghana. <laughs> oh, hello. That yeah. is something that I wanted to speak about. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah, yeah. But I just want to hear about like what you're doing and and why you're doing it as well, and um, kind of what you're involved in. Ghana, 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 Ghana. Ghana. <laughs> I don't know the name. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> yeah. I would laugh, but I'm not involved in that. Ay, ay, ay. What's the god name there, by the way? Akosia. Akosia. Yeah. What day is that? Sunday born. Sunday yeah. born day. Shantini. No, Quapim. Quapim. Wait, I was on a Tuesday. What that mean? What made me? What that Kwabna. mean? Kwabna. Yeah. I'm a KB. Yeah. We got KB, man. <laughs> if you're watching, crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah. I hope it is. Yeah, I think it is Kwabna because my brother's yeah. Kwabna. Yeah. So, um, Ghana. Yeah, Ghana is my like. Yeah, my parents are both from Ghana, mm. but um, I was born here in the UK, mm-hmm. but. I just started to fall in love with Ghana as everybody is right now. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And right yeah, I just wanted to just be back and give back. Mm. Actually, I don't, I don't want to use the word give back because that makes people in the Western society feel like they're better than the people that are in, in Ghana. Yeah, and that's yeah. a topic. Yeah, yeah so yeah, that's, right. that's, that's yeah, I don't want to say give back because... I just want to contribute and I want to be part of what's happening in Ghana, right? Um, And connect people to Ghana. So in Ghana, I have a beauty salon called Leona Nails in Laboni. Um, I did um, invest Ubers. So um, Mm. Ubers, I shipped some cars out into Ghana and got Uber drivers to drive. We can talk about how well or badly that business went. What? Property, um, not just any property, luxury property. Uh, and that. So, anybody looking for bougie, properties bougie. in, in, that, in Ghana, um, that Chelsea, Chelsea of Ghana, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I represent, nice. I represent a company called White Hall, White Wall Properties. So, nice. anybody looking, um, for properties, um, kindly reach out. You said um, White Wall Properties, White Wall, White, White, White Wall. Wall. Okay, put that in the description. Um, what else have I done? And then grow for me, um, Agritech. Yes. Um, so, um, yeah, this is a company that is really allowing anybody, you know, agriculture is the green gold, right? Mm-hmm. Agriculture is considered to be the next frontier when it comes to ele- like gr- green investments, like coming to when it comes to investments. That makes sense, yeah. And um, especially during COVID, right? I always think about this. I think about during COVID, 
when Boris Johnson, those times, announced everybody should be on lockdown, what what did everybody run to the supermarket and go and buy? What, the toilet paper? Toilet and the, paper uh, and, pasta. and food, yeah. right? Put aside the toilet paper for a moment. Food, right? Mm. So it means... When you think about, and those people that obviously just, just think Maslow theories of needs, right? At the mm. bottom of the pyramid, the base of the pyramid is water, shelter, and food. Oh, that's economic. You're talking about yeah. economics times. So, yeah, well, now they're trying, people are trying to say Wi-Fi is at the bottom. Like, that's crazy. Say, like, yeah. It's basic necessity. It's, to be honest, well, it actually is. Because I was when I was thinking, of, I'm traveling next year quite yeah. a bit, right? And yeah. I'm thinking, okay, Wi-Fi. am I going to have a steady Wi-Fi connection? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wi-Fi is considered to be at the bottom of Maslow's theories of needs. We'll put now. a picture there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The hierarchy. Yeah, the hierarchy. Yeah. And so food being a bare necessity means that there's always going to be demand for food. Yeah. And what is that? The, the value chain of food is from agriculture. Like the, it yeah, comes yeah. from agriculture. Yeah. So agriculture across, um, for example, in Africa, mm. there is currently 1.4 billion people in Africa. Wow. And by 2050, it's set to be a quarter, a third of the world's population. There's going to be 2.5 billion people in Africa. By what time? By, what? by 2050. That's only in like 30 years. Wow. Now, Right now, we can't even feed the mouths of all those 1.4 billion uh-huh. people in Africa, mm-hmm. right? So how are we going to feed the 2.x million people, that billion people that are going to yeah. be there in 2050? Yeah. We can't. We need to look at what's happening in agriculture. We need to invest in that place, right? Mm-hmm. To make sure that we're going to be able to feed those mouths, yeah. right? Lorraine, and so heavy on the we. Heavy on the we need to do that. By the way, please, heavy on the we. We, we need to do that because mm. other people will. Yeah. If we don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. So for me, um, there was a company I came across mm. um, and their ethos was simple. We want to grow for me, the company grow for me, want to close the gap when it comes to food security. Mm. Wants to make food accessible and affordable for everybody across Africa. Love that. And their model is simple. Mm. It is allowing anybody, so mainly people like you and I, mm-hmm. that maybe don't have a clue about how to farm, yeah. where to get land from, yeah. where to find a farmer. Yeah. They take the effort and the stress out of that and farm on your behalf. Oh, wow. So it's a platform that, let's say you had £100 to spare, mm. you can put that £100 through the platform and then um, we will connect farmers that we are working with already that will then grow, um, whether it's rice, pineapple, soya beans, or maize on your behalf. We will grow it. Pineapple takes 14 months. Rice takes maybe six months. Um, soya bean takes another six months, um, etc. Maize takes again six months. Six- maize is like corn on the cob, right? Corn. Mm. Um, so we will grow it on your behalf. Once it's grown, we'll bag it up, harvest it, and we'll then trade it to generate a profit. Mm. So once it's traded, then you'll get back profit, hopefully. Mm. And I say hopefully because no investment is ever guaranteed. Investments, capitals are at risk. Mm -hmm. Um, But we do our best to manage that, right? So that you're able to then generate a profit after you've invested your money. So that's the business model. Um, At the moment... Um, we are also operating into uh, what they call, we, we call it a micro-aggregator platform. So allowing people that are on the ground um, that are trying to gather, one of the biggest challenges in Ghana is aggregation. So 
a farm might be here, a farm might be here. Mm-hmm. But how does that farmer get its produce to the people that need it? Yeah. Somebody needs to aggregate it in the middle. Mm-hmm. So we are now investing more in the aggregation space where you've got people, middlemen, that are now going to purchase the stuff from the farmers mm-hmm. to then bring it to the trades areas and to the various warehouses to yeah. trade. So that's what we're mainly focused on at the moment. But the, So we've got two business models. One is the micro-aggregation mm-hmm. and the other one is allowing people like you and I to invest in farming. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's available very simple through our platform. Yeah. Um, and it's a crowdfunding model. So you're not necessarily going to own a farm. Yeah. You're you're contributing to to the growth of of a unit, for example. Of, so it's, it's like buying a fraction of share. Ex- something like that, okay. you know. It's, exactly. A lot of people are doing what? like like. Um, oh, I see. Like the S and P five hundred. Yeah. So that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, like the stock or something like that. Yeah, okay. or some people are doing it like house, like contributing to the purchase of yeah. it, like houses. So same thing okay. with NFTs. Exactly, right? So that's kind of the the kind of model that oh, that it so is. Um, very impressive, by the way. I just wanted to say this is very, very impressive. Yes, yes. And it's actually interesting how you said that you sometimes feel like you're stage one because you see what I'm saying. But I just shows something so important. Everyone's stages are so different. Yeah. Perspectives. Your perspective is everything because yeah. if you say so, if someone's probably thinking, I'm thinking. John's thinking too wow mm. it's a woman of excellence mm. you're thinking like this isn't even where I need to be and also I think within that all it's important for us to be humble but also expect the best for ourselves and want the best for ourselves too yeah. because I'm sure Lorraine yeah she's happy where she is but she wants more mm-hmm. and that's also something we have to be as we, we have to have as people the desire to want more but also be happy where we are and I'm sure that's where you are too you're in a state where you're happy but you want more too I, I, absolutely and I think everybody has and should have a moving goalpost right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so your goalpost will always just keep you just that's our life. We are human beings, mm. right? Mm. We are being, we are, we are, we are moving. Yeah. Being is a doing word. Come on. So you have to keep going. Come on. There's yeah. no choice. 100%. Right? 100%. If you're not being, you're dead. That's it. Yeah. 100%. And at last, but not least, I want to talk to you, I want to talk to you about Oxford. Mm. How, did, when did that even happen, please? Because you're talking about how you were to Switzerland, mm. talk about how you're working for, where did that even, where did that even take place? We're going to, we're going to get a bit deep here because it's a bit of a us. testimony as well. Mm. Oh, okay. Going back to your point, you're asking about how do you put yourself out there. Mm. When I was in Switzerland, I got nominated for um, the BBA Award, Black Business Award. Um, okay. I saw on your page, but I'm not sure what that is. Please. BBA Award, Black Business, Black Business Awards. Yeah, I think it's B. Black. Yeah. BBA. Yeah. BB. Uh, yeah, yeah, BBA, BBA yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was looking at where the other B was. <laughs> like, um, and I'd be nominated. And um, I, so when I was nominated, what I did is I sent it to my boss. And at the time, my boss was like, oh, we should send it. And I was like, no, 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 let's not. Because those times, not even those times, I'm acting like it was a long time ago, mm. like five, oh, how many years ago? Six, seven, seven years ago or so. Mm. Those times you're still shy to be black. Like, mm. so it's like, oh, no, no, I don't want people to know that I've been nominated for a black award, yeah. you know? Um, but then he was like, uh, he was like, no, he's going to pull it out there. So he did was, it. Was this a white man or a, a white man? Okay. Yeah. And then um, he then shared it with his boss. Mm-hmm. And then from the very nature of that sharing process within the company, it then went on the internet site and then. Um, I think the CFO of the company, UBS, who I was working for at the time, saw it. So I'm, I'm a bit lost. What are they sharing? 
they were sharing the fact that I'd been nominated for the award. Yeah. For, is it for your work within the music scene? No, it was actually a good, good question. Sorry, I'll skip a beat. Yes, people, I have made a group, a community for people. I say people, but it's go-getters, entrepreneurs, people who want to improve their lives. Probably some of you guys as well might be interested. It's called The Round Table. And essentially in this group, I will be getting together a whole load of people who will have the same vision and they're about the same stuff. I'm just going to be sharing as much value, resources, um, I don't know, links to podcasts, to, to, to videos that I've seen, to books that I've read, anything that's helped me on my journey and helped my people on their journey, I'll be dropping in this chat. So if you're interested, go to the description below or whatever there is, it will be somewhere. Click on that link and join the chat. Trust me, you will love it. Quick one, people. So I'm taking event bookings now to speak at events. For the last few months now, I've been speaking at universities and some schools, places such as UCL Warwick, right? But now I'm officially taking event bookings. So you want someone to speak to you guys about or speak to your people about confidence, imposter syndrome, and the art of improvement public speaking. I'm the guy for you. So contact me on Coach Klutze, Robert Klutze, and I'll be there for you. Um... I was nominated for being a rising star in financial services. Oh, At the time okay. when I just turned, um, I just, I think it was before I'd been made director, I yeah. think, or something, but I was considered to be a rising star at the time. Okay. I was managing 50 million budgets, et cetera, et cetera, like in the office, at work. Mm. And um, so I, I shared it to my boss, right? And that very nature of me, that very act of me sharing it with my boss, mm. led it to him sharing it to his boss and then his boss sharing it to his boss. Right. So putting yourself out there. Let me tell you what this did. Talk to them. This allowed that CFO of UBS Bank mm. um, to recognize me. And I was like five levels below him or however many levels I was below him. And then him to say, I want to mentor this girl. Okay. Now, by him saying he wanted to mentor me, I then used that as an opportunity. Mm. Because at the time, I was thinking, oh, I want to go business school. I want to do something, you know. So, I, at the side, applied for business school. And at the same time, I wrote him a proposal and said, would you sponsor me to go to business school? Mm. I like what you think. So, I um, applied to go to Oxford mm. at the time. Um, because, A, when I left uni, yeah. undergrad, one of my, like, I left college with three A's at A-levels. Mm -hmm. okay. And I was like, oh, I didn't know. And this is why representation is also important. I didn't even know with three A's I can go to the world's best university. Yeah. I didn't know at those times, mm -hmm. right? But when I left uni and I started to have my eyes open, I was like, mate, I still want to go to one of the world's best universities. It was on my vision board, mm. right? It could have been a Harvard. It could have been an Oxford, right? Yeah. In fact, I did want to go Harvard, but Harvard didn't allow you to do a course whilst working. Yeah, and I yeah, wanted to yeah, work at the yeah. same time. Oh, but you're balancing both of them. Thankfully, my sister ended up going Harvard. I don't know if you guys remember, there was a time when Stormzy sponsored someone to go. She, he like dashed oh, money. Yeah. That was my sister. Oh, so she went Harvard. <laughs> so That's magic. He's from the same ends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. So, yeah, so, yeah. so um, my sister went. So my sister took that dream of Harvard. I, <laughs> yeah. But she went Oxford beforehand. But I went Oxford. Wow. That's a of excellence, you know. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oxford and Harvard. She, she went Oxford just like that. She just yeah. dashed oh, out. Yeah, yeah, she went Oxford. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so... That was my dream, right? Yeah. So when I got when I got the opportunity to have him as a mentor, yeah. I capitalized on that opportunity so much. Mm. I applied, and by the grace of God, I got in. Wow. But I didn't know how the course was a hundred grand. I didn't know how I was gonna pay that. I just took a step of faith. I was like, a hundred bags. I didn't know where that money was coming from. Is it all at once? You had to pay it, or was it like you pay it like over the course? Like I think the first six months it should be paid or something like that. Of the what? Course. 
So there's me not knowing how on earth am I going to be able to pay for this course, but I just applied, right? Yeah. So I applied and I approached him. I was like, oh, can you sponsor? I, I got into, I, don't, I really want to do MBA. Mm. I come up with a whole business case, why it will be beneficial to UBS. Mm. Da, 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 da. I remember I was- Sorry, in, Can we not skip over that, please? Mm. You came up with like a, you gave him a presentation. Like a document, a yeah. A document yeah, of to like, say, okay, because people come to people unprepared mm. saying, oh yeah, can you do this for me? Can you do that for me? That's a good well, point. Why, why, should, yeah. why, why should they do anything? What are they going to get out of it? What are they going to get yeah. out of it? But you presented that to him plainly. Yeah, correct. Oh, sorry, you yeah. So to do that. And then, but they came back to me with, okay, we'll sponsor you, but we're going to give you five grand. No. <laughs> I was like, the course is a hundred. So where's that 95 grand? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> and the course, that's just the course. It doesn't cover your accommodation, oh, your yeah, travel, yeah. like, because you travel around the world on the course. Oh, really? Oh, wow. So, like, so I just kept going back and like, you know, Again, influ- you need to learn how to influence people. You need mm. to know how to bring people along with you on a journey. Mm-hmm. These are all skills that you need to learn. Mm. And so I was able to do that, push back. Not necessarily push back because you can't push back a CFO. <laughs> yeah. nah. But like explain that I actually had it part of my um, objectives for like the three years prior. I always kept it in my, you know, at, at the bank. Your performance review is like, oh, you know, I want to have, I want to do executive course. I wanted I had it in there. So I was able to keep just nudging, 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 reminding them this is what I want to do. And I think I asked him before I got into Oxford, but then when I got into Oxford, I then showed him that I've actually got in. Mm. And there's like no choice. It's either I'm leaving or you're going to sponsor me, mm. you know? And by the grace of God, they were able to agree. Wait, 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 wait. How much? Um, this part I can't even I can't even talk about too much on right. camera. Okay, I'm not gonna lie to you. Okay. But they yeah it helped you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I didn't pay anything. Okay. Let's just say let's just put it that it way. It was handled. Let's just put it. Let's, it was handled. By the big man upstairs and the people in the By the big man upstairs. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah. By God. Because what happened to me was not normal. Yeah. Wow. And I'll be very clear about that. And I can't really say it on camera. So wait, okay, back to what we were saying. So I did the course. Very early in the course, that whole level of imposter syndrome hit me like crazy. Mm. I'm studying with some of the greatest minds in this world. Mm. I can imagine you're probably one of the youngest ones in the room. I was one of the youngest people in the room. The average age in that, because the course I did was an executive MBA, not wow. the normal MBA where you go for a year. This one's the executive one. So they expected people to have minimum 15 years experience. Um, they expected the average age of the class was like 40 and i was like 29 at the time like you know so it was just like wow i was yeah and um it was just yeah you know, you know mommy's prayers have been working mm. mommy's prayers mm. that's, that, that's, that, that's that favor mm. that's a 29 in the room of people who are 40s 50 i was 28 yeah you can't get so. like you can't get to room like that by yourself mm. how can you mm. and so and you're like even the words they were using were just boggling. Like my mind was just confused by what people were talking about. Yeah. And um, comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. That's the point. Yeah. Mm. And where what I learned when I applied to Oxford, what I actually put in my application was f- my reason for going there was because I wanted to learn how to ask better questions. Mm. Because coming from a culture like a Ghanaian culture, you're taught to accept whatever you're told, not to answer back, not to ask questions. Mm. And I started to realise that not asking questions was hindering me because I was shy of just being in the environment and being able to ask. You can think about it, but I was shy to be able to raise that question, raise my voice. Mm -hmm. 
So I wanted to learn how to ask those questions mm. and ask them in the right way. Yeah. It sounds silly, but sometimes being able to 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 figure out how to even break down you know you can be in those places where somebody asks somebody like wow how do they ask that question yeah. I want to be that person mm. but you th I just learned there's actually an art and it's a skill I'm speak I'm, I'm, I'm in a room of people that, like the Americans love to ask questions mm. Americans are type A people like brave people mm. and the Brits were always kind of like a bit more reserved but yeah. they were asking thoughtful questions okay. and I started to learn how do you ask questions like nobody teaches anybody how to ask questions yeah, so I started to learn okay when you're trying to ask a question, look at phrasing it in a certain way. Oh, that's interesting. You spoke a little bit about X, Y, and Z. Can you elaborate a little bit on why that is the case? Mm. You know, or you might want to think about, like, you just want to pick up a little bit about the context they were speaking about. Then you want to add, okay, how, like, your own flavor to the question. Mm. So there's a whole thing that you can do about mm. talk, teaching people about how to ask a question. Because the way you frame a question is, the way you're going to get the answer back yeah. you know like so that, so it for me that's where i learned how to and now people just hate me because i'm asking too many questions mm. you know but that's the only way you're going to learn and the way you're going to get knowledge by yeah. asking questions and it was through the fact that i learned how to ask questions that i got the i got to join the company at growth for me mm. wow yeah, yeah exactly. because i was asking questions mm. i think that's too Big things I've taken away from this so far. Yeah. One, your ability to ask questions. If I don't say it's even more than two things, but I'll say a couple of things. Mm -hmm. And also your ability. Oh, God, it just came to me. It just left me just like that. What was the one I was going to well, say? Thinking, yeah, yeah. Self awareness once again. That was the point. Yeah, yeah. that was it. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah, that was it. You realize that you can't ask good questions. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. you you can't. Matter of fact, you can ask better questions. Mm -hmm. That's right. So you said, okay, cool. Let me get myself educated on. Yeah. It. That's amazing. Yeah. Humility is really important in life because all, everyone who's watching this right now, as as you said rightfully, so if we're being, we're still alive. If we're still alive, we're still young enough to learn. Mm. Learning never ends. Mm -hmm. Learning is not a thing where you just you get to maybe 70 or 50 or even 40 and you just stop no 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 we're human beings mm -hmm. so you must be doing something you must be Absolutely. learning so Absolutely. your humility yeah and your your capacity to learn even when you're in a space where you've had all these achievements as we said at the start of the episode just reinforces why you're doing what you're doing and why you're doing it so well that's the lesson for everyone right now like never ever think you're above asking questions never think you're ever above being humble enough to ask for help and ask for advice because trust and believe there are people out there who know things which you don't know even a small even someone younger than you they might see things in a different way to you mm. and what you, what you showed to us right now for this whole episode is that your humility to ask questions and also as bro said rightfully so to be self-aware to That's know you don't know everything mm. it's what taking to heights where i'm sure potentially when you started this you wouldn't have thought so but now look at you now so testimony testament there and glory to God. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And I think the self-awareness, I, I realised early on that I was actually dyslexic. I'm okay. Dyslexic. All right. And, um, wow, hold on. Mm -hmm. Dyslexic. And then mm -hmm. you, 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 um, ended up going to Oxford too. Mm. And I'm not part of testimony. <laughs> yeah, wow. I'm telling you because, but also being, being, um, transparent with it. Mm. And we live in a day and age where you can't be you can't discriminate against per people with learning difficulties, right? Mm. And for me, what I'm challenged with, or I believe I've overcome it now. Yeah. But what I was challenged with is just consuming a lot of information in a short period of time. I mm. struggled with it, like so. I got tested, and they said 
they said I had um, dyslexia. So I use it to my advantage. Mm. I've got extra time doing exams. Mm. You know, mm. I use it to my advantage. Yeah. So when I'm do when I was at Oxford, I got a distinction. Why? Wow. Because I had I had my time to do what I needed to do. Wow. Where that's I struggled, right sorry. That's perspective, right? It, it really what is. Explain. I just want, that's just perspective, isn't it? Because some people would see that as a weakness. Yeah. Ah, I got extra time to do the stuff that I need because I struggle with. That was what I just said. If you've got give, if you give me an essay, mm. it will probably take me twice the amount of time to read it, and it'll take somebody else. Mm. I take a longer time to consume to process information, and so of course they're going to need to give me more time because if you're going to give me questions, it's going to take me longer to answer it. Seriously. So I use that to my advantage, mm -hmm. and took full advantage of all of the tools and softwares they were offering. Mm -hmm. You know, to allow me to to prosper mm -hmm. and progress. So yeah. I like that. Mm. And you know what, yeah? Because I know you've got an appointment to go to afterwards, but we've got one final question we want to ask you. We ask all our guests this question here, and it's this. Is Lorraine happy with where she is on her journey right now? In this moment? Yes, I am in this moment. I think there is more to achieve. Yes. I think... Um, do you know what? I'm not even happy. I've okay. got joy. Okay. okay. What's the difference? Please tell me. Joy is irrespective of a situation, mm. right? Joy, Job. that's it. Yeah, at least we're back together. Joy, joy is 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 something that, um, despite your circumstance or despite a situation, and again, as a Christian, you got the joy of the Lord, mm -hmm. right? And so, for me, your question was, do you ha are you happy right now? Like that's situational, mm. right? And for me, joy is about, irrespective of your situation, Yeah, there is still joy. Yeah. And there's still hope. I love that. That's all we have. We have hope. Yeah. We have that hope. And right there, guys, we have the episode there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry we had to cut it short. Yeah, man. We should, I wish we could go longer. But this has been That's really, right. really good. How have you found the episode? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Very, very well. Amazing. I feel like we probably need a part two then. Yeah, <laughs> we do. But guys, if you enjoyed it, audio people leave a five star rating trust and believe mm -hmm. it goes a long way if on youtube leave a like goes a long way to leave a comment to share with people because trust me someone out there will definitely need information trust me but guys i am one part of the purpose-led team my name is coach clitz thank you so much for your time today mm. have an amazing day god bless you my name is Jonathan. <laughs> I'm another half of the Purpose Lair team. And thank you for tuning in. Um, and Lorraine, thank you so much for joining And I'm Lorraine, the third part of the podcast. Yeah, so much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure speaking thank to you. Thank you for having me. And as I said, extremely impressed with everything that you've done. And I'm sure our viewers will be as well. And then we'll be linking all your stuff in the bio. You said that you were doing something with Eman. Yeah, Eman and I are launching. This is an exclusive. Um, we are launching a side hustle boot camp. Come on. So people it. that are interested in side hustling, you're yeah. going to learn from people that have gone ahead. I don't want to say, should I say experts? Your expert is somebody who's done at least 10,000 hours in something. We've yeah. definitely done 10,000 hours so worth experts. of side hustling. Yeah. Wait, is that what it is? So, is that what yeah. Mm. How, many, how many hours have we done for the podcast? Quite you guys are experts <laughs> in podcasting, you know? Wow, 10,000 hours. Malcolm Gladwell, his book um, says 10, it takes 10,000 hours to wow. become an expert. So 
So, yeah. So we're going to be doing the side hustle boot camp. Nice. Anybody that wants to learn, A, either how to side hustle, maybe you have an idea and you want to get it off the ground. Or number yeah. two, you're already doing it alongside your full-time job, but you want to take it to the next level, nice. you know, come through our, um, our boot camp, which will be starting in the beginning of 2023. Nice. And, yeah, yeah, just let's kick off the year. With Start it. off right. We That's celebrate it. that here. We celebrate that. Lovely. And guys, that without being a bite, we there's coming up. Is there a link to that already now? We will. I mean, follow us on our socials. Okay. So at Lorraine H Wright, and then the E Man Effect yeah. as well. So just follow us, and then the moment it comes out, everybody will see. Um, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Well, you guys heard it from the lady herself. But guys, have an amazing day. Mm-hmm. Look after yourselves. Mm-hmm. Win your day. Win your week. Be intentional yes. with improving your life. Yes. Live a purpose of life, guys. Look after yourself. See you very soon. See you later. Get it. See you later. Hi. How do you find that? That was really. Yeah, how do you find that, man?